It did it again. It worked last week and it didn't work this week. Archie! I think we should just accept that it's going to happen. My son, do not make me scream at you. Good boy. Uh, <laughs> okay, there we go. I should probably hit pause on this one over here. Anyway, hi guys. Um, it's a bad night. It's a bad night to be a Birds fan, that's for sure. Granted, that's that's most of the last like 65 or so nights since the merger. <laughs> it has not been a good night to be a Birds fan most nights the Birds have played. Oh yeah, fair. Yeah. So, that's uh, that's never ideal. And Friday night, Friday the 13th, wasn't a good night to be a uh, camp counselor. No, Friday the 13th was not a good night to be a camp. Sorry, I was looking at the, the audio stream bitrate thing, and I'm like, that doesn't seem right since people can apparently hear us. Uh, <laughs> let me open up the thing. It says, okay, now it says stream status excellent. All right, thanks, YouTube. Very helpful. Um, thank you. Come again. Anyway, yeah, uh, Brian Johnson should... Uh, you, you know what's funny, Aiden? What is funny, Aiden? That the guy who ruined Star Wars was named Ryan Johnson, and the guy who ruined my hopes and dreams is named Brian Johnson. So any person with the name Ian Johnson... Just immediately killed, yep. thrown into the sea. I was going to say taken into questioning, but, Mods you know... kill this man. <laughs> well, we know where you stand, at the very least. Although, I gotta say... I'm, obviously, I'm kidding. But, no, I'm I'm very frustrated. I thought that... I thought that it couldn't get much worse than Shane Steichen. Fair. And then it got so much worse than Shane Steichen. There was one redeeming quality from that game. What? I don't know which announcer it was, but somebody truly believes in that booth that Jalen Hurts is a salmon. <laughs> and Twice. I want to meet the man. Because first he referred to him as a salmon covered in Vaseline, and then less than two minutes later called him the slipperiest salmon out there. And I just got to know, what's in his coffee I'm, and how do I get some? I think it was Mark Sanchez. Might have been. Which is just funny for its own reasons. I can only hope he knows our show and he was stealing our bit. <laughs> I don't think so. But Lore Lodge and Lore Lodge and NFL collab coming soon, I promise. Well, um, if Ohio State can trademark the term the, yeah. then we could probably trademark Salmon. Yeah. Also, I would like to point out that, you know, we, we, we are working on these collabs. It's just right now we're consulting for Disney's Pirates of the Missouri. Yes. Um, <laughs> Talks are ongoing. Talks are ongoing. Not with Disney. No. Mostly between the two of us. Yeah. But they Even are better. happening. Yeah, you know, it's on on the stream we're clearly the best of friends. Off stream, you know, he he has to run out of here while I shoot at him. Yep. Yeah, it's it's very it's disruptive getting, to the neighbors. It's getting hard to dodge. Yeah. Not yeah. My aim's getting a lot better. It is. <laughs> Excuse you. Listen, peanut gallery. <laughs> This show just somehow continues to get more chaotic. Yep, that is true. <laughs> anyway, uh, the the title of the stream and the thumbnail of the stream are slightly different. The title of this or the thumbnail for the stream um, says, you know, like the legends behind Jason Voorhees, and, and the thumbnail says Jason Voorhees doesn't make sense, and uh, and that's that's partially a, an algorithmic choice so that I can I can see uh, which has more effect on the video, and then also partially uh, Jason Voorhees does not make sense as a character. Well, it's true. He's very inarticulate. You know, a lot of the time, I, I do I do think, you know, ah, maybe I do talk too much on the show. Maybe Aiden should should pipe in more, you know? And, and, and then I'm grateful you. that you remind me that that's not the case. 
I'll take my corner. <laughs> I can't remember what we were talking about now. Uh, oh, the right. Between yeah, the yeah. Thumbnail and, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Jason Voorhees as a character, it, it's something that I hadn't really considered that I came across when I was doing the research for this video, which was that horror movies in recent years mm-hmm. often can be big budget. The Conjuring has had pretty enormous budgets for horror movies. Antlers was pretty sizable and high quality. You know, when you look at modern horror movies, some of them are still campy and, you know, feel like the original Friday the 13th and Halloween and all of those. But what? Uh, I wasn't sure. Wow, the first one only had a budget of 20 million. For a horror movie, that's That's a a lot. lot for a horror movie, but yeah, still. Only gross, oh, grossed over 319 million. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, so what's, you know what's fascinating though? Mm. Blair Witch, which we're covering next week. Uh, Blair Witch Project had a budget of, it was something like $15,000. Or, sorry, yeah. Uh, it was 20, then 25, then 35, and then the official number was 60. Yes. It made 250 million. Yep. Like 246.8. Yeah. Or no, 248.6 just a, a staggering amount of money yeah and then the sequel flopped horrendously well what's fascinating is the sequel made 47 million mm-hmm. against a budget of i think like 2 million yeah the 2016 sequel budget of i think it was 15 million wonder how much it made I'm assuming it came in under budget. $45 million. The movie that made the least amount of money yep. was the most expensive one. Yeah. <laughs> Does not surprise me in this Does list. not surprise me. But I think that the part of the charm of the original Blair Witch is the found footage format. We'll get into more of that next week. I, I don't know that I would say the same personally regarding the charm of Friday the 13th, the, the 1980 one because sometimes you go back and you watch an old movie and you're like ah you know that's really cool how they used to do things you know you watch star wars oh my god this the stuff they did was incredible lord of the rings same way the practical effects are insane oh yeah the best part of friday the 13th production wise i really do think was the costume and makeup design for for the first one for the the villain or for the original friday the 13th just overall just overall i think that that was the best part of the of the film the original one no i so you really hated the rest oh i did not like the movie okay no i thought it was i I mean it listen i'm not gonna call it the worst movie ever made i gotta say as i was skipping through editing the video they definitely got better don't get me wrong like the first one feels like something that you and i could make in a weekend yeah um that's the problem. Yeah. Is like, if you and I made that in a weekend, I'd be proud of it. Fair. However. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, and we won't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... Skipping through it while I was editing, there were, like, some interesting attempts at nice shots. Uh-huh. That's the one with the staircase, right? Which one? The first one? Staircase. Wheelchair staircase? Or is that the second That's one? the second one. Second one, yeah. yeah. That. Wow. That was a rough one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how. Who's, I, I guess it was the early 80s, so there was a lot of, like, 
you know, white powders involved. But, like, just who came up with that idea? And think about how many people that had to go through. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I say, also... Yeah, let's do it. I, I have this theory in my head right now that the reason that in the 90s, mm-hmm. basically every single piece of physical and digital media, whether it was movies, books, TV shows, math textbooks, mm-hmm. had a guy in a wheelchair on it. I'm wondering if they were just so abusive towards the uh, the wheelchair folk in the 80s that we had to come full circle. Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. Because that, that felt like a hate crime. A little bit, didn't it? A little bit. For those who haven't seen the film, what we're talking about is a scene where one of the characters named Mark, spoilers, by the way, um, in case, I figured you would all assume there were spoilers in this, but just in case. Also, it's a slasher film. What do you expect? Yeah, it's people die. Um, You know everybody's going to die. Yeah. Anyway, uh, (laughs) the point is, there is a scene wherein Mark rolls outside on, it's just everything about the scene is is comically bad. And it would be really funny if it weren't a serious attempt at horror. Yeah. Which you look back and they weren't taking themselves completely seriously. But there was an attempt at being, you know, at being serious at not making it a complete joke. Yeah. In this scene, Mark, who has previously told us that uh, the doctors have said he'll never walk again. But he's not so. He he doesn't quite agree. You know, he's gonna. He's sure he's gonna walk again. We respect. And who has told a girl that I, you know, who who asked him, you know, so you're you're totally paralyzed from the waist down. He told her that he gets by just fine. So you know, what's really going on here is that Mark uh, is not being driven by rational thinking, but by pure thirst. So he's a man in his early twenties in the nineteen eighties. Understandable. Understandable. Anyway, he goes outside to look for the girl that he will be uh, kiffing later that evening, uh, as far as he's aware. Mm -hmm. And he sits there staring off the porch, not really moving at all, for a good long while. Like, at least 20 seconds. He's just sitting there like, Vicky? 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 Not maybe like you ever play uh the like the old you ever play warzone on a on an xbox versus on a pc yes you know how the field of view is like very different yeah yeah, that man has warzone one xbox field of view like incredible 80 80 remind (laughs) me it was it was one shot right uh there were well i'm talking about two separate shots here one of them is the one where (laughs) uh the shot I, I know you're talking about is the one where he goes down the stairs. No, no, there's that. Uh, but like, oh, which one are you if, talking about? No, that shot where he comes out on the on the. Yeah. Tip, it's one shot from when he opens the door and just sitting there the whole time looking out, right? I think so. Okay, yeah, that's called not getting your coverage. <laughs> um, the reason it was that long is because in the editing room they realized they had nothing to cut to. Yep. So they just had to let that play out. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't because they didn't get coverage, then that was just. An interesting editing. Well, no, because I'm remembering it goes from... It has the front of his face, and then it goes to the back of his head to show you Jason approaching him. Because that was one thing that they used a lot in the movie that was criticized heavily, if I remember correctly, was the use of uh, first-person perspective camera. Interesting. That they were basically using the camera as a a character. Um, That was a criticism? 
It was there. There was it had mixed reviews. Got it. Some some of the more traditional filmmakers were like, "We don't like this." Fair. And then some of the you know the younger people were like, "All right, well, you know, it was a cool experiment at, at the very least." I don't blame it. I'm not a huge like villain perspective camera person in movies. Yeah. But uh, it happens right after that. Yeah. yeah. If you want, if you're looking at it. But yeah, uh, they go to show the back of his head. But no, he rolls down the stairs. A a quite ridiculous amount, which it, is... It's again, silly. one of those situations where it's like, if this was a comedy film, that would have been hilarious. Yes. But they were trying. No, it was supposed to be scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really is a long scene, because it, it's one shot up until there. And even that's a long time. Yeah, sorry. We're, we're watching the, yeah. the film. Yeah, he's got it pulled up right now because he wanted to check. But, but yeah, yeah I wanted to check to see if it was multiple shots or not. It's multiple shots. They just made the choice. I guess to try and build tension, but like a dude sitting on a porch in a wheelchair. Especially the fact that he doesn't even like. Yeah. It's literally just. Yeah. He's like an NPC in the video game. Yeah. He's yeah. just sitting. He's literally just sitting there just looking around. Like there's no terror on his face. Yep. And he's not concerned for himself. Mm -hmm. So, like, other than the implication, yep, which isn't that heavy to begin with, you're mm -hmm. just like, is he, something going to happen here? It's he like, is the, the, the NPC when you're playing a stealth video game and you, you know, shoot one guy and the other guy watches it happen and you go hide in the corner and the, the stealth timer goes down. Yes. And he's like, hmm, must have been my imagination <laughs> while standing next to the body. <laughs> that is Mark. <laughs> Poor Mark. <laughs> Oh, you know, if only if only he hadn't gone out looking for Vicky, he might have walked again. <laughs> <laughs> the poor guy, he was so he had the power of positive thinking on his side. Exactly. He was manifesting his legs moving. Mhm. Poor guy. His legs did move very rapidly down the stairs. Yeah. Just at the same speed and position of the rest of his body. Exactly. That was the problem. Yeah. Um I do think it was funny that one of the one of the most common bits of feedback I was seeing on the video was people love the euphemisms. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Which I was like, sweet, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was loving them while we were recording. Okay, good. Yeah, I wasn't sure how they'd play. But yeah, those were uh, those were fun to fun to write. Um, the movie itself, the what what I think was most interesting for me, as somebody who is also a writer, uh, and, and who, you know, views a lot of this stuff and knows the the backstory to a lot of it i've always you know thought about horror movies i guess in the sense that people are making movies about monsters that exist or at least that you know exist in our heads that yeah. have been told about before you watch the conjuring or insidious you know uh midsummer like any of those movies it's always demons witchcraft ghosts vampire werewolf or even like aliens yeah there's something in there that is recognizable yeah and while I don't think it was deliberate, they kind of created an original monster with Jason Voorhees. Yes. Because he's human, as far as we know. For the first four the first four installments, he's definitely human. Yeah. Um, but he's got some form of megacephaly or hydrocephaly. Uh, he's incredibly deformed, and he seems to be able in a in the um, let's see, it's. In part two, he takes a machete through his left clavicle, like, should sever yep. this entire joint, require surgery, yep. within moments, 
like hours. He's swinging stuff around with his arm again. High school coaches would love him because oh, yeah. he is the embodiment of walk it off. Oh yeah, oh hell yeah. <laughs> he would have absolutely killed it as a defensive lineman. Hundred percent. Well, you know, ugh, good lord, Just absolutely murdered the competition. Yeah. Oh, I thought yours was intentional. Nope. <laughs> it wasn't. I was just taking it a step further to go You, with you it. did a good job. Thank you. Um, um, no, the euphemisms were, in fact, for YouTube censorship. It was just, I knew there was a... I could have... Originally, I wrote holding hands for all of them. Yeah. And then I was like, ah, come on, that's lazy. I can do better than that. Um, and I had, I had written stuff along the lines of, you know, meets his end via an axe or something like that. And I was like, ah, no, we can... Yeah. Yeah, the same reason he did the euphemisms is also the same reason you didn't see any of the kills. Because, yeah. you know, we're not going to show R-rated gore on YouTube. Yeah. PG-13 rated gore, perhaps. Potentially. Potentially. G-rated gore, absolutely. Though I'm not sure what that would be. Speaking of PG-13 rated things... I just watched Pacific Rim for the first time yesterday. You, that's the first time you've seen Pacific Rim? Yeah, I'd never seen it. Was it was like a major blockbuster a decade ago. I know. I when I was younger I thought it was like a dumb thing. Um and like I just I was like, oh, it's just Transformers meets Godzilla. Like I don't really want to. Well, see yeah, that. kind of. But then Kat was like, we need to watch it. And I was like, mm -hmm. okay. And she's loving she's like, you're gonna love the soundtrack and can confirm it's incredible. Yeah. But yeah, I just like I I, I over I underestimated the movie for mm -hmm. a decade. And then finally watching it then, I was like, wow. Solid film. This probably would have, like, changed things for me. I yeah. don't know what they would have been, <laughs> but, like, seeing, uh, what's his name? Um, well, you might not have been gay. It's true. I don't know. Seeing, uh, <laughs> seeing Ron Perlman in that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what was the, the robot movie? The boxing robot movie with Hugh Jackman? Oh, um, oh... It had the rabbit, right? Like the rabbit robot? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, well, hang on, we gotta look it up. God, what was it called? Somebody in chat's gonna know. Um, Real Steel. Real Steel. That was another good, like, kind of silly, low sci-fi movie. This is. I liked that one. I liked Real Steel. I forgot that existed. I, I haven't seen any of the Transformers or robots in a while. The animated one the oh yeah 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 yeah. have you ever gone back and rewatched it because there's some jokes in there that we definitely didn't catch when yeah. we were younger that are like the babies come in boxes and they have to physically put them together and so the baby arrives and then the, the wife is like now comes the fun part making the baby and like sits the box down and you're yeah, like yeah. oh yeah. okay yeah i get it now no the, the biggest thing that sticks out in my mind uh when I think back to childhood films is that they had Martin Scorsese play a puffer fish in, yeah. in, in, uh, in that movie, which just for some reason was great. I wish Scorsese acted more throughout <laughs> his career because it was so good. <laughs> He's a marvelous director, but that was incredible. It's all very silly. It really is. But no, it was also reminding me that like the, the blockbusters from that era mm -hmm. are such a unique time capsule of cinema history because they're all hyper cyan and orange. And they're all like just extremely like they all have that Michael Bay feel. What are we talking about? Blockbuster films from like 2009 to Got 2014. It. Okay. It's just such an interesting little time capsule. Of yeah. Movie. Yeah. All the Transformers movies. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever feel. Well, I may never feel again, but. Uh... 
I don't think I'll ever feel the the uh I don't I don't know what word to use, but Are you going I'll never you're going? I'm never gonna feel the way hearing what I've done. Oh yeah. At the end of Transformers 2007 made me feel. I think a lot I don't of know that I'll ever way. feel the way that New Divide made me feel in Transformers 2. Like Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I remember black skies, the lightning all around me. Oh, <laughs> uh, we grew up at such an interesting time. We grew up in the best of times. Can we bring back fun music and like hope? Absolutely nothing bad happened in 2007. Or 2008. Or 2012. Or any of, really any of the years. Remember between... Occupy Wall Street? Remember Coney 2012? Oh, yeah! That came up on, on uh, the my oh. YouTube, my, my personal stream the other night, Coney 2012. I still think Internet Historian's video about that is one of the best videos on the internet. Have you seen it? I haven't. It's so good. I'll have to take a look. It's so good. <laughs> it's, I, I, it's how I found his channel, actually. Uh-huh. Because I remember that happening freshman year of high school. Right. And everybody was like throwing stickers everywhere. It was like, oh, yeah, we, we're going to make such a big difference. And then a week later, I didn't Also, wasn't the whole Tony thing, like, didn't it actually happen in 2005? And then there was some weird scam about it in 2012. And that's how it got spread around. So he We should do a video well. on that, actually. We should do our own. We could. His video yeah. is so good, though. That's fine. Like, <laughs> gives me a challenge. Fair enough. Listen, when I when I when we do a video somebody else has covered, I do set out to do a better version of it. Fair. But that's not me being like, haha, yours is trash. It's me being like, all right, I gotta be better than you. Fair. If yours is the most popular, I gotta be better. You know what I'm surprised we haven't done yet? What? Dragons. True. That would be a good one. That'd be fun. Yeah, we can definitely. Considering do that. so many cultures have I mean, it's probably gonna take a lot of research time, but like it's gonna be a lot of research. Yeah. That's why we haven't done a giants video either. Like a video just mm. on giants. Yeah. Uh also whoever's in the chat saying jets, 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 I uh, listen. You're on dangerous ground, friend. Listen, I'm gonna tell Zach Wilson where your mom lives. That's what I have to say to you. <laughs> Isn't it so weird that Taylor put Travis on the map? <laughs> <laughs> I earned this. Come here, Arch. There we go. Good boy. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're on thin ice, bud. <laughs> what was that little sound you just made? Like, he's just sitting here. Oh, uh, yeah, so... So, out of all the four movies... Yeah. Rank them worst to best. Uh, the first one's definitely the worst. Really? Um, it's hard, because I would say that cinematically, mm -hmm. like, from a narrative perspective, a an acting perspective, I, I think the fourth is the best movie. Okay. I think I enjoyed the third the most, mm -hmm. because it felt like it took itself the right amount of seriousness. I also really enjoyed the characters in the third one. Yeah. Um, it felt like they actually bothered to put some effort into backstories. Like Chris has a backstory with Rick. Um, you know, there's, there's, uh, one of the characters is pregnant. Like there's more mm. layers to the third one, yeah. but without it feeling like it's trying to be a good movie. And then four, they're trying to be a good movie, but the problem is it's just, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I will say the one thing I found interesting, even though I wasn't sure how I felt about the execution, the 
the fact that it was Jason's mother in the first one. Yeah. And the fact that it that was, was kind of... like, a major plot twist for people. Oh, yeah. Like, the fact that it was kind of a reverse, like, Bates Motel yeah. thing. Or uh, the Psycho, I guess. I can't right. remember what his name was. Jason? Was it, like, Jake Jason? Bates? In which one? In Bates? Psycho? Psycho? I don't know. The original, like, Alfred Hitchcock one? I, yeah, I can't remember. remember. Um, but, yeah. It's the... also hilarious that that was a horror movie at some point. I know. Uh, but yeah, the fact that it was kind of like a reverse of that, I thought yeah. was really interesting and fun. Um, but yeah, the fact that she just kind of was like looking off into the distance and like, yeah. I also did like the twist of the second one mm-hmm. of the girl putting on the sweater and yeah. pretending to be like, I just thought it was really that's, clever. So that's the thing about it is, and this is why I think the 2009 one is a good movie. Mm-hmm. For the 2009 one, they didn't go, all right, let's, let's improve the first one and then do three more. They went... Let's take what worked yeah. about one, two, three, and four and compress it into one movie. Yeah. And I think that's why 2009 feels like a movie, not a a campy horror movie from the 80s. It yeah. feels like a horror movie. Um, also helps that they brought in kind of a, a heavyweight for the genre to be in the movie uh, with Jared Padalecki being in there. He was still pretty early in that, though. That was four years into Supernatural, though. That's fair. Yeah, 2000. The show had been airing since 2000, late 2004, I want to say. 2005. I, I think the first episodes are 2004, if you look up. Really? I thought it was the 05 fall season. I think it was the 04 fall season, but you can check Yeah. Um, if you want to. I just feel like I remember when it was like on TV. It would say 2004. Got it. In the early, like the first like five episodes of the first season. You know what I just saw what? the other day when I was in Acme? What? You know the Supernatural mm. Impala? Yeah. Okay. You know how they have those little racks of toy cars at like Acme and CVS and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. They had it there, but it was in beige. Ugh. It wasn't, it specifically wasn't marketed as the Supernatural Impala, but it's a 67 four-door impala but beige why i don't know why people thought beige cars were a good idea ever yeah but also like what would be the purpose like why that show made that car famous yeah what other reason than the tie into that show would you want to put that car on it just confused me because of what we were talking about you know would not know I, i could not tell you Norman Bates, thank you. Norman Bates, yep. That sounds about right. Norman Keyes. Not the same person. <laughs> um, he's far less frightening. Is he? Yeah. Okay. He's a capable man. Capable, yes. But I think meek is the word for Norman. <laughs> you said in, it, in not the, me. In the, in the actual defined sense of being capable, but choosing to remain... He is non nonviolent. He's the epitome of better to be a warrior in a field yeah, than exactly. a farmer in war. Yeah, precisely. That's <laughs> um, that was not meant as a disrespectful no. comment at all. He designed yeah. the logo in the corners of the screen. He did design so. the logo. Yes. Uh, so the but yeah, what I wanted to be saying here uh, was was not that I was trying to make a point about the way that filmmaking impacted Jason. Most of the monsters mm. we've talked about when like most of the horror movie monsters you see today yeah. are pre pre-established in our world in some some canon of belief. Yeah, with rare exceptions yeah. like Michael Myers. Yeah, but that's what so that's the thing. Yeah. When you do create a new monster, which is what they did with Jason Voorhees, 
it's you're kind of bound by the film by the constraints of the filmmaking process is yeah. uh so like for example i asked uh when we were at that film festival um at the colonial yeah what the question i asked was you know when you're in the process of writing and going to production how do you keep yourself you know grounded to your budget and how does that impact decisions and they basically said it does impact decisions and you try not to think about it yeah while you're writing and then you pare down afterwards um which i thought was great advice in this case basically every single piece of jason Voorhees' identity was determined by the filmmaking process mm-hmm. and not by any sort of folklore which is why when you finally get to jason goes to hell the final friday uh, <laughs> which is a great title great title the final friday is immaculate especially since uh part four was the final chapter yeah um it's just it's going that extra mile it's like there's not look up what part seven was too okay hang on look up what part seven or i'm honestly if you just look up friday the 13th series it'll the new blood the new blood what's part eight part eight Jason, Jason takes Manhattan, Manhattan. <laughs> which is great. It's just a great curveball. I know it's just it's so and then what so was nines? Jason um, goes to hell the final Friday. But here's the thing: it's not the final Friday no, because we got there's Jason three more Fridays. X, Jason ten. <laughs> we get Jason X. We get Freddy versus Jason. Is, we get Freddy versus Jason versus Ash as a comic book. Is Freddy based on anything, or is that also... Freddy Krueger... Well, I don't know yet. I haven't done the... Fair. So my... Freddy Krueger, actually, if we were to do, would be a lot easier, because we can just dive right back into all the same nightmare stuff, um, as we talked about with the rake. Hmm. So that would be... So that's what I might do for that video, is comparing Freddy Krueger and the rake. Fair. Because they both are associated with sleep paralysis. That makes sense. Uh, I will say the biggest thing about Halloween is that the the theme did get to me in middle school. 100%. Well, I can't remember. Oh, the one that sounds a lot like uh, the Call of Duty Zombies. Yes. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Yeah, it definitely got to me as a kid. Yeah, that's understandable. You didn't like it? Freaked you out? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I gotta stop. Well, I don't have to worry about it now because mm. I'm 25. But, like, as a young kid, I yeah. had a horrible habit of watching relative like somewhat scary movies mm-hmm. at least for the age either when it was dark late at night or in thunderstorms i was convinced that the aliens from alien were gonna come get us when i was seven yeah yeah oh i was the same. i, I had to sleep with blackout shades as a kid mm-hmm. because i you know living up on the mountain i could see the the radio tower mm-hmm. blinking red light <laughs> at night and at five or six years old i was like it's aliens they're gonna kill me and my parents were like, no, they're not. And I'm like, I know they're not, but it's scary and I don't <laughs> want to see it. <laughs> and they were like, that's okay. We'll get you different shades. Strange, but okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but there's there's a few like distinct things about Jason with the movie. So the fact that Jason is even alive is not from the first movie. Yeah. In the first movie, Jason is 100% dead. Well, at the end, they do say, baby, so he's still out there. Well, but that's the thing. When the movie was originally shot, mm-hmm. I, that was supposed to be implying that she had gone insane. Got it. Okay. Was the idea there. Was like, that didn't happen. Got it. That is confirmed to be a dream. 
Got it. Okay. Um, that is, you know, something that, that the, she the, dreamed. The grab bit or the end the gra- bit as well? The grab bit. Okay. The part at the end of the first movie where she's like, then he's still out there. That that actually happens. Yeah. yeah. So Jason, <laughs> when we get to the end of the first movie and we have to introduce the second movie, which takes place five years later. Yeah. Jason is dead, which means they have to bring Jason back without Solomon Jason ever having been brought back. Yeah. So they have to make it so Jason never died because the thing is Jason would have died as a child. So I don't think that Sean Cunningham even knows what the word revenant means because he was making this movie as a, a direct way to make money off of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, I may be wrong. He may actually be into horror stuff, but that is certainly not the route that was taken here. Anyway, point is Jason can't be a revenant because a revenant is uh, a term that has been synonymous with ghosts, by the way, in the past, but a revenant is somebody who has risen from the dead. And that is an umbrella term. So that would include vampires. That would include zombies. That would include, well, not actually traditional zombies. It would not include, but it would include vampires. It would include, uh, any uh like more european like rises from the dead kind of zombie Mm -hmm. uh any kind of undead is usually a revenant frogger would be one um and it's usually that it comes back and it has a purpose like it's it's back for a reason uh sometimes that reason is revenge sometimes that reason is to right its wrongs um revenants vary obviously between you know you've got rather intelligent ones like vampires and then you've got basic basic zombies Jason almost seems to be a revenant, except that he can't be because he would have died as a child and then grown after death. So revenant is out. Got it. That would have been the simple one. Jason's just undead. That's why he isn't harmed by most things. That's why he doesn't think. It's why he doesn't speak. He's just undead. Yeah. He's not. So they had to keep making choices based around that while creating his character because they had to make it so he wasn't simple to kill because jason at his core in part two not that scary if you're not a moron yeah basically everybody that dies in part two ran off alone yeah or wasn't paying attention i was gonna say but it is a horror film so yeah so exactly so unfortunately some of that's implied it is also you know if you're ever in a horror movie don't do drugs or kiff because if we ever do a horror movie they're gonna be really smart and it's still not gonna work exactly that's what's gonna be fun about horror. Yeah. and we went camping they are smart exactly they don't split up into yeah. individuals they take a gun like and they still get got correct so that's that's scary yeah, that's scary really, really confident about this camping trip oh yeah i'm making amanda go camping with me on halloween nice not on halloween it's on the 28th close enough but she's 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 scared she thinks the ghosties are gonna be about i'm not Okay, she's more concerned about peeing in the woods. Uh, you'll be fine. No, I won't. I mean, not with that attitude. <laughs> you got rock salt. You're good. Yeah, exactly. Um, there'll be men with guns. You're fine. <laughs> Nothing's gonna get you. <laughs> Especially not Jason Voorhees. Well, as long as you're not at... What is it? Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah, Jason's very territorial. He is. That is the thing, too, that, like... I'm not, even in the 80s, I wouldn't be scared of Jason Voorhees, 
because as long as I don't go to the worst state in the world, as long as I do not enter into a fetid hive of scum, villainy, and bad accents, and horrible drivers, and the home of the New York Jets, and the New York Giants. We're not going to talk about it. And we're not going to talk about it. And a place where if, like, you know, if if you feel like maybe you have the right to self-defense, they arrest you, or... They're like, hey, you don't get to pump your own gas because you're That's a little baby bitch. One. Yeah, like, listen, listen, Phil Murphy. I can pump my own gas. Here in Pennsylvania, we're adults. So is like every other state in the union. Yeah, back when Oregon was still weird, you guys had an excuse. It's just you now. Is it just... Like, it's just them. Is it just the insurance? I, I don't know if it's insurance Everyone or, else pays it. or it, it, it creates jobs, maybe. I, but oh, like, yeah, probably. You know, I'm, I'm frustrated enough when I am asked to tip at, like, a takeout thing. Yeah, I always do because I you, feel bad. You, you, ask me to, you ask me to tip for gas I would have pumped myself if you didn't force me to not? No. That's why Jason went on a killing spree. He was stuck in New Jersey. That's it. I would too. He's just full of anger because nobody lets him leave New Jersey. He can try. Be under, he does go to Manhattan. That's right, he does. For vengeance. For vengeance. Against Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> what did Rudy Giuliani do to Jason? You don't I kind of want I kind of want a skit now where Rudy Giuliani is the one prosecuting Jason Voorhees. Oh yeah, 100%. I'm all in on that. <laughs> and you know it'd be hilarious. It would be. Because it wouldn't be a narrative story, it would be a documentary. Uh-huh. He did that. Yep. Rudy Giuliani prosecuted Jason Voorhees in the 90s. All right, you know what? From now on, it's it's canon. We're sticking <laughs> to it. From now on, it is canon. Jason Voorhees was prosecuted by Rudy Giuliani. In the 90s. In the 90s. Was Rudy Giuliani even a prosecutor in the 90s? He was mayor in the 90s. When was he a prosecutor? Right before then, I think? When was Rudy... <laughs> oh, Kellen did just Giuliani. Okay, what? He said, Mattis just said Ohio is greater than New Jersey. That is fair. <laughs> He was uh, Southern District of New York from 83 to 89. Okay, so it has to be in 89. He made an exception. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God, I love it. Rudy Giuliani prosecuted Jason Voorhees. I'm going to put that. I, I, we should make a graphic out of that. Yes. Like an infographic. Yes. Like everything you need to know about the unfair prosecution of Jason Voorhees. In the 90s. In the 90s. I want somebody to make a jingle in the tune of the BoJack Horseman ending credits of back in the 90s, I had a very famous TV show, but change it to back in the 90s, Rudy Giuliani prosecuted Jason Voorhees in Manhattan. (laughs) Freddy versus Jason versus Rudy? (laughs) (laughs) Who's the judge? Michael Myers. I feel like he'd be the bailiff. That's fair. Obama. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama? I support this. You know that. The, the twist is she, that she, break the gavel. she was Michael Myers all along. Yes. Yeah. Michelle Myers. Feed your kids healthy food or I will murder you. Michelle Obama was the real villain. Oh my God. You weren't subjected to that. What? 
the Healthy Hunger Free Kids Act or whatever it was called. Oh yeah. Oh my that? god. It was the it was Michelle Obama's brainchild. Yeah, I know, but like, what, like, what was your food? Listen, her husband bombed hospitals in Yemen, but this was the worst thing the Obama administration <laughs> ever did. Um, <laughs> like, good lord, the pizza was made of cardboard. The chicken patties. Listen, we never thought they were chicken, but it became clear. Like, fair. Oh, like it. It actually became clear. I, it might as well have. <laughs> oh, God. It was like you could have no more than two ounces of meat per meal. What? I was a varsity athlete. What do you mean no more than two ounces? What's wrong with meat? So I'm a carnivore, so like... <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. All of the student athletes had to bring extra food to school. Yeah, I bet. Or they had to buy extra at lunch. You were allowed to buy more, but the standard meal could only have two ounces of meat. It might, it may have been four, but I really don't think it was. Have we learned a lesson? <laughs> so, yeah, it was, but the thing was, since you could only have, I think it was two or three ounces of meat per serving, that meant that every single item had no more than i think it, it might have been like three or four ounces now that i'm thinking about it but every single item had no more than three or four ounces of all the things you could restrict in student lunches meat makes no sense yep to me. oh it was it was awful um it was not good i i went to and the thing was it wasn't like i went to an inner city public school that had no funding i went to the top ranked public high school in the country from a very very wealthy area like we should have had better food. Yeah. Um, you got robbed. Yeah. Literally. Uh, yeah, and I don't. That may have made it sound like I grew up with a ton of money. I didn't. <laughs> like we were very, very modest for the area. Growing up in an area does not mean you have all yeah. of the accoutrement of yeah. the area. Yeah. Uh, I remember. Uh, I I was watching movies on our our tube TV in the basement. Um, oh yeah, I remember. Those some days. of the other kids were watching movies in the. Uh, the movie theater in their basement yep so we were uh <laughs> oh yeah i was right little, there with you. little different uh me and me and the other kids i had i had my little my vhs i felt special because my tube tv had the vhs built Same. into it mine had a dvd player too nice yeah yeah it mine's was, just uh, those were the days VHS. those were the days oh yeah but so much thomas the tank and there's so much thomas the tank you have no idea uh it, of course of course it would be of yep. course it would be thomas the tank engine oh yeah and like you know, big machines and like I had I dig dirt. Yeah, yeah I learned yeah, yeah, later yeah, yeah. that I dig dirt was in fact coal industry propaganda. Oh, I knew it. I it had to be. It was way too cool it, to not. Be. It was definitely fossil fuel industry propaganda. Hundred <laughs> percent. Most of the film took place in a literal coal yeah. pit. Uh, one of they the, made it look like a sandbox. One of Norman's friends from college. Yeah. Uh, is the opposite of me in almost every possible way mm -hmm. politically religiously everything but we have had some remarkably similar experiences interesting just in some like really random ways one of which was that we both watched i dig dirt as a child yeah um and had totally opposite reactions to it which was me being like i love trucks and capitalism yeah. and being like this is coal industry propaganda <laughs> What later was, on what, what later was, on obviously i was gonna say what was he for with like a toy bubble cigarette being like 
This is propaganda. <laughs> Where is my bottled mama? <laughs> French? Yeah. <laughs> I just assume any child who's referring to something as propaganda idolizes the French. This is propaganda. I will not watch. <laughs> Where's our charcuterie? It's literally like, I smoke this cigarette and put another cigarette into my mouth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what do you mean, go home to my wife? Why would I do that? I have several mistresses. All of them are ugly, but not as ugly as my wife. You <laughs> went in a very different direction than I was anticipating. Where did you think I was going? Anywhere but there. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> oh. Okay, so if you if you had to pin down Jason, because mm-hmm. you bring up Nephilim in the video. Yeah, that was kind of what I was going into it with, was knowing the general, like, vague nature of Jason. I was like, ah, maybe he's like a half-human, half-demon, half-human, half-angel kind of deal. Yeah. He's not. Uh, the official explanation from uh, Jason Goes to Hell is that he's a deadite from Evil Dead. So what are those? Because I've never seen... I still don't totally understand, but from what I what I gathered, it was a type of demonic entity that can possess the living or the dead. Got it. And in this case, it was that Jason did die mm-hmm. when he drowned, but his mother brought him back by summoning right. a demon that uh, took over his body to resurrect him. Um, is the, the general gist of that. I still don't totally understand the thing is that plot point was expressed via a single shot including the necronomicon ex mortis from evil dead yes in jason's house it was revealed that that was in fact a nod to jason being a deadite from evil dead reminder that uh jason goes to hell came out in 1993 adam marcus revealed this this uh this plot point in 2017 i guess he was just i can say this much in 2009's installment absolutely not the case oh john cunningham produced both what i think happened here is that Sean Cunningham, from what I understand, because I tried to look into it, I was like, has he ever made a statement about this? It doesn't seem like he has. From what I understand, he felt that the series was getting stale. Okay. So he told Adam Marcus, be creative. Take it in a new direction. Adam Marcus got a little bit uh, too, too creative and was like, I really like Evil Dead. I'll just make him a dead. Uh... That's not said to be canon until 2017, publicly. In 2009's edition, Jason did not die. Hmm. He was alive. Was it? Was that officially a reboot, though? So, that's the thing. It was, it was produced by Sean Cunningham. It mm-hmm. was intended to reboot the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a remake, not a reboot. So, they were starting the series over. Not, like introducing the story in a new place got it okay um it i just the two terms can be yeah confusing but yeah so it was it was a full remake they were starting the story over with jason still as the villain but in this case they they didn't do the first movie so friday the 13th 2009 is really more a remake not it's not even a remake at all but if it were that's why i went with reboot because it was essentially restarting yeah i guess good point yeah so yeah it's 
in my understanding of reboot was that that was more of a term for like when you like if you were to start how i met your mother up again that that would be rebooting it if you like picked it up somewhere in the time God, it you left know, off. from my understanding that would be more of like a like kind of what dexter did i don't know what the term for that would be because if it's the same i thought thing, it was reboot I don't, now you got me confused <laughs> anyway my point was the 2009 one does not include the first movie except as a single flashback to okay. alice killing pamela which by the way mm -hmm. i think it does technically pass the best shell test does it i think so we love that because because alice and pamela are talking about a man but they're talking about her son who drowned 20 years ago I don't know if that counts. I think the Bechdel test is from his other. I don't know if that counts. I don't know. Well, either way, very progressive to have a woman killing people instead of a man. Yes. Um, you know, good job. <laughs> good on you. Yeah, what was I saying? Oh, uh, well, we were initially talking about reboots, and uh, from what I can see, reboot is a term used to describe a new start to an established fictional universe, work, or series, disregarding continuity to oh, okay. so recreate plot lines and backstory from the beginning. All right, yeah. So, but yeah, so what they did was they have a flashback to show Pamela dying, and Cat is very adamant that that does not count for passing the Bechdel test. <laughs> uh, so, God, I'm I keep getting off track here. Uh. Yeah, they show the they show the the end of the first movie as a flashback, basically, to give you Jason's villain origin story. Mm -hmm. um, this does legitimately start his villain arc. Uh, <laughs> from there, they take all the best parts of the previous movies, yeah, and roll them into one. And what you see with Jason is that Jason did not die when he drowned; he survived somehow. Seems to have been survived out in the wilderness. It doesn't say how old he was when he drowned in the in the remake. So it could be that he was slightly older. Yes. Um, it definitely heavily implies that he is disabled. Yeah. Like men mentally disabled. Assuming whether or not it was before or after, he probably suffered some serious brain damage from lack of oxygen from the drowning. Exactly. Uh, I forget if they show how deformed he is, but I remember it being not quite as stark. Okay. So the deformity could be could be either way in that one I, I can't remember off the top of my head point is that jason is much more realistic that is a human being who survives because of physical abnormalities it seems to me likely that whatever yeah based on the other physical things he's probably it's probably genetic whatever he has mm -hmm. he seems to have some form of gigantism he has I don't think he gets anything chopped straight through in the remake, but um, he's he's definitely stronger. He seems to have, you know, a much higher resistance to trauma, but it seems to be because of legitimate physical abnormalities mm. rather than any sort of magical curse. Yeah. Um, and what you get is a, a much more violent, but also much more toned down movie, interestingly enough. Um, but, you know, with all of that out of the way, it is time to go to Super Chats. It is indeed. So, we'll go way back to an hour ago at the beginning of the show to start off with Alex Hoffman, who's been for a member for a month. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, saying, hello, how are you guys? I am neat. I'm tired. 
Yeah. The Eagles lost. Yeah. So we're a little sad. But overall, decent. Yeah, it's, uh... I should be used to it by now. But... I was exhausted three hours ago. I wasn't sure if I'd be able to, like, do this. Yeah. Thank God I ate some food. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, Peter's. We did make very good soup. Soup is good. We made very good butternut squash soup. I just found out that Campbell's does condensed soup. Yeah. All the soups I ever got were, like, I guess, Progresso or, like, something oh, yeah. else, and they were the regular. Yeah. Yeah. I had heartburn. Oof. That's unfortunate. Mm. I would love some Tums if you don't mind. Harry Diggins for four ninety nine pounds says, had to work a warehouse job over the summer. Your guys' podcast helped me get through oh, it. Well, thank First you. live I've caught. Here's a little thank you from England. Thank you. Thank you very much, Harry. Uh, be curious to know what, what, what you were doing and uh, how it went. Uh, Richard Henderson for nineteen ninety nine. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, Jason Voorhees truly represents the autistic community by being nonverbal and getting rid of all problems who disturb him. <laughs> Am I allowed to laugh? At that? I don't know. You're autistic. You are. I'm not confirmed to be. Where I well, I can see Aiden where you're coming came. from. Yeah, I did score higher than you did, didn't yeah. I? I was borderline. Yeah, that's fine. Explains a lot of things for me as a child, but we'll let that we'll let that be for now. I'm still never gonna let you live down the time that I was coming over to do something and you were like a quarter mile away watching a train. <laughs> okay, yeah, you know what? I just I just needed to see one that day. <laughs> In the mood to to check I yeah, every time I go on a run and I hear one coming, I do like speed to go see it go by because I just like big machines. I might need to retake the test. Moving on. Pumpkin Bear 7 for $5 says, I made it back home safely. Trip was 9 out of 10. The only reason is that I didn't get to see Longwood Gardens and the food slash everything else was amazing. Longwood Gardens is cursed. Don't go there. Why? Because the dude escaped? No. no, that was funny. I'm not allowed to go to Longwood Gardens. Um, no, every time I have brought a girlfriend to Longwood Gardens, they have broken up with me within two weeks. Oh, yeah, you're never going there. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> like, I didn't realize that taking somebody to Longwood Gardens was that offensive. If you ever take me to Longwood Gardens, I will know you want to get rid of me. <laughs> didn't Caitlyn's soon-to-be husband propose to her there, though? I think so. <laughs> we still haven't met him. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know if he's real. We're just going to this wedding assuming he is. It could be the biggest prank of all time. It would be hilarious. It'd be amazing. Yeah. We're it's fine. A expensive. That's like a that's like like a Winston level prank. That's a Mr. Beast prank right there. It'd be pretty great. <laughs> I'll explain later. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the biggest YouTuber in the world. Joe Turzer. does a lot of videos that are like pranks or challenges or whatever. Basically does that's Squid Games why, IRL. That's why I don't know who Yeah, that's is. fair. That's fair. Fair. Joe Turzen for $4.99 says, Recorded my first YouTube video. You guys make presenting look so easy. Thanks for entertaining all of us, Freddie or Jason. The reason we make it look so easy is because we're not good at it. <laughs> We've been doing this a while, too. Like, Yeah. It's just... I mean, go, go back and watch our early videos. Oh, yeah, that was brutal. Like, it's rough. <laughs> but that you you have taken the hardest step, which is starting. Yeah, just keep so, doing just it. Just keep, keep at it. Uh, what else do we have? We have Jared Wilk uh, Wilkins for $5 saying, if you ever get the chance, I think Five Nights at Freddy's would make an interesting video. That'd be definitely a good deep dive. It's just that 
that's like Wendigoon's one of his. Isn't that one of Wendigoon's big ones? I think so. I think he wants to do it. it yeah. Or has he already done it? I think he already did it. Oh I really? Thought. Um, I think that was one of the ones that he either had done or that he was like doing. So I'm yeah. not. I'm not gonna step on those toes. Like I said, I have no problem doing stuff other people have done. Um, but if somebody expresses to me that like oh, I'm going to be doing a video on this. I'm not going to go out of my way to do it before they do, no. unless I was already planning to. Yeah. In which case, it's like, ah, me too. Want to share notes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's a funny thing about this community that I I just noticed from the comments. I think a lot of people get the impression that there's any sort of rivalry between no. like us and Mr. Ballin and Wendigoon and Swamp Dweller and Roanoke and Missing Enigma. Like, they think that for some reason we like like, I'll get people who comment on our videos, and they're like, you know, oh my god, so-and-so did it so much better. And it's like... Good for them. Like, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, cool, I guess? Like, If there's any rivalry, we haven't noticed yeah, it. People accused us of uh, stealing... Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Missing Enigma did a Stephen Kabaki video, mm. like, the same day or we did, or the day before. And people were like, wow, you, like, ripped him off. Like, <laughs> we're, like no we didn't <laughs> we didn't know yeah we shot ours six days before that came out but no in my experience everybody's been super willing to appear on each other's shows and compare yeah. notes and everything it's a really good community no it's been great why well, i remember for 19 months rocking it dude i love to see it you have been around since the beginning love that uh at some point you guys got to do some analysis of john carpenter's the thing but for November, you got to do V for Vendetta. Remember, remember, that's Ooh, not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. It's a great movie. It's on the it's on the short list for a rewatch. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, good call. Maybe not on the fifth of November, but we could get it into November for sure. Yeah, and there will be an easy history connection there. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, we could do like the true story behind V for Vendetta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'd be fun. Uh, Professor10193 for $5 says the YouTube channel War Stories released a video on cannibal giants in the Solomon Islands also mentions Nephilim in the video. Interesting. Could be, I'll take a look at it. Yeah, could be worth looking at. Miss Mori for $5 says at first I thought the euphemisms were because of YouTube <laughs> censorship then I realized it was for a hilarity loved it even more. Yeah, yeah it was, it was two earlier. birds, one stone. Yep. Uh, uh, a stone in the hand is worth two in the bird. No, you tried that earlier. It, no. <laughs> Wrong. Both times. Yeah, a bush in the stone is worth two in the bird. Stop. Bird in the stone is worth two in the... A stone bird, bird is... Stoned. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? No. <laughs> Tired? Fair. Uh, Kellen, the official data for four ninety nine says, Hey, boys, was out of town for a couple of weeks, but I'm back, so here's money. Thank you. I wish everybody gave me money when they came back work. to town. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. Love that. Thank you, sir. Uh, Blocky Ninja for nine ninety nine says, Hey, guys, great work on this week's video. I'm considering a documentary film slash series on folklore and urban legends in my home state of Idaho. Any general advice, particularly with research? If it's research advice, you've got your man. Yeah, so my advice with research is the exact opposite of what all of your high school teachers told you. Start with Wikipedia. Mm. Start with Wikipedia. Because here's the thing. Wikipedia's analysis is probably, like, 80% solid. If you go and you read the sources, you're going to get good info. Yeah. So I usually, if it's a topic I'm not already very familiar with, like if I were to be doing the Templars or Owen Glendower or uh, the Crusades or something like that, I would, I would know where to look. 
yeah um off the bat but for stuff that i don't already have a, a background knowledge in i start with wikipedia or blog posts or whatever and i will go read through those and i'll see what those say and then it's basically i make a list of stuff and i'm like all right i need to fact check this all right well it links to this source so i'm gonna go read that source and then i read that source if that source agrees then cool you know i don't really need to go any further if that source disagrees well why why does that source differ from what wikipedia says is it because the source has been abrogated or is it because the, the source at wikipedia archie <laughs> or because uh wikipedia archie come here come on <laughs> Is it because the source was wrong? Is it because new research has been done? Or was it because Wikipedia was wrong? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I usually start with Wikipedia and then I go from there, checking through the sources. Uh, oftentimes you can find bibliographies as well. That's kind of the old fashioned way of doing it. But that is basically what I'm doing with Wikipedia because it has the bibliography at the bottom. Fair. And then those, you know, what when you go and you look at an academic source like on jstor or something which is what you're going to want to do you're going to need a jstor subscription or if you are a, a university student you can likely access it through there mm. um but yeah with jstor uh what you'll do is you'll then find all right well i'm reading this document and this references this and this and this you know and then you can usually look up that and you can look up reviews of it whatever you read and it's you know it's a process but yeah i i use the academic process for doing history that's that is why our channel is is different in my opinion from a lot of other ones that are similar in in theme mm. is they are done by people who are not historians so they're not done like like history projects whereas everything we do is done like a history research paper um so if that's your cup of tea then this is a good channel if it's not then i get it yeah uh oh, i just wanted to add in the cat said a bush in the hand is worth two birds yes just to add that in. Uh, a rip. hand in the bird is worth bush stone? No. <laughs> no, no hands in birds. No hands in birds. Uh, Red Rose 509 for $5.69. Love it. Uh, my mom would always tell me to walk it off like Jason, then would follow it up with man up, Mary. <laughs> Love you guys. Also looking for that calendar winky it's, face. We, are, we decided we're shooting it in November. Yep. Early November, we're going to shoot it so that way we can get it out before the new year. So that way you can have yeah. a proper 2024 calendar. Yeah, I, I say we do it right before my birthday. That way we have like a week where we can just get absolutely shredded. Get absolutely shredded before my birthday and after Halloween. Yes. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. So we got my Halloween birthday coming up. So nice. Birth, my birth to ween. Carlos Consorcio Castellano Perez for $7.60. Love it. Said, have you heard of Fanboy Jesus? During the dark ages before the Virgin Mary was the female symbol in Christianity, he was shown more feminine. Interesting. So it's not a meme. It's just that the, the depictions have changed over time supposedly i'm gonna have to look into that because that doesn't sound right to me <laughs> for a number of reasons <laughs> none of them are the reasons you'd immediately think all of them are based on my actual like experience looking at artistic depictions <laughs> um fair uh, I'm curious about that one. Oh, buddy. Bleach Killer 419 for five dollars says, "Sorry, I wasn't trying to disrespect your Friday the Thirteenth vid. Just YouTube. You're absolutely hilarious." Oh no, you're fine. I didn't even see what you're talking about. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> Don't worry about it. 
Uh, Kelly official data for 499 says Freddy Krueger is an overactive sleep paralysis demon, and I will die on that hill. That was kind of what we were going into it with the assumption of for whenever yeah. we do get to that one. I mean, yeah, fair. Ryan Krellick for five dollars says he makes sense to me. Oh, Jason, I think so. Probably. Ah, yeah. well, you know, I'm happy for you. Yeah, you're better than we. Uh, Grant Brazil, Brazil, we're gonna go with that. For $9.99 says, I am once again requesting a video of commonly believed or accepted historical documents slash ideas or main theories that are proven false. Also, I request an awoo. I'll see boy. if he's willing to do Hi. it. Uh, video of commonly believed or accepted historical documents, ideas, or main theories that are proven false. I could probably do a video on like three. There aren't as many as you would think. Um, there's more that were There's a lot of There's a lot of minor ones. Yeah, there's a lot of minor ones. But there's not a ton there for, that I could do, like, a huge video on them. Yeah. But, yeah, things like, uh, and especially if it's stuff that's in dispute, like the Shroud of Turin, that's easy. Also, I think anytime somebody has a name that we can't pronounce, we should just do it in the most wrong way possible. Like, Briazali. Watch that be right. Briazali. Yeah. Yeah, probably not, though. Richard Henderson for 989 says... No, that is clearly Richard Henderson. True. Yeah. A.A.Ron. A.A.Ron. D-Nice. Well, now we're just completely off base. Yes. Uh, he's just mad that us in Jersey don't have to pump our own gas like a peasant. No, no. You don't understand. You are, you know Plato's allegory of the cave? That's you. You're in the cave. <laughs> it doesn't have to be this way. There's a better world on the outside. Behold, you can pump man. your own gas. You can do it. I believe in you, New Jersey. <laughs> it's not as scary as you think. It's okay. Moving on. Miss Mori for $2 says, They tried to change the gas pump. People got raged. Shocker. Grow up! Imagine people not like, or imagine <laughs> people liking change. It couldn't be me. You guys need us to hold your hand. Does the entire state of New Jersey need us to hold their hand when they cross the street? The little baby. I'm going to let you take that one. What, what? No, you're good. <laughs> uh, we already did that one from Kellen. So Ryan Whitcup for $5.43 says, What's your favorite books on the Bible to reread? Also, love the format and the euphemisms were killing me. Woo! No pun intended, uh, but pun kept. Great job, boys. Thank you, sir. Uh, I do love Daniel. <laughs> Daniel's a lot of fun. Fair. Uh, especially Daniel 5. <laughs> but, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't read a ton of it, but I always enjoy Job. Yeah, I like I like Daniel. Job's a good one. It's heavy yeah lots of philosophy um probably why i like it yeah uh chronicles is is a, a fairly easy read um this is nice uh yeah i don't uh, i don't know where else to go with that fair enough um pumpkin bear seven sam uh samuel one for samuel which one was that again um that's with uh david David and Goliath. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's a fun one. <laughs> uh, because it's all of the javelins. Oh, yeah, no, that's incredible. Like, that alone should be a movie just because it's so ridiculous. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, Pumpkin Bear 7 for $2 says, Got Milk Campaign. Yeah. I think referring back to the cafeteria stuff yeah. from childhood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 8-Bit Sardo for $5.56. Love it. For the Joseph Smith joke from last week's podcast, <laughs> as both a Mormon and his brother's <laughs> descendant, that was hilarious. Thank you. We've gotten the Mormon pass. Love it. <laughs> there it is. Uh, I don't think you get a pass because that's what they call themselves. What? 
Mormons. Remember in the last video, there was the whole issue of mm -hmm. the word Mormon now yeah. being like a slur. Yeah. Which I don't understand. Yeah. Because everyone I've ever met from Utah who is or was Mormon at one point. Yeah. Just says, oh, yeah, we're Mormon. Oh, yeah. Confusing. Anyway, Norberto Rodriguez Jr. for $2 says, Jason is a revenant. Part sticks makes him one. Uh, it's possible we were covering that. You may be right. You may be right about what part six makes him. It's it's confusing because they don't seem to be sure what he was either. Yeah, but then part nine calls him a deadite. So are we yeah, going exactly. chronological superiority or? Yeah, it's just. Well, they make an Ash versus Jason crossover. They have a comic that's Freddy versus Jason versus Ash, I think. Ash from Evil Dead. Okay. I was going to say, like, what Pokemon was he? <laughs> What what Pokemon is the best one to fight Jason Voorhees with? Great question. Matchup. <laughs> you would know better than I. Uh, Aquafan for four ninety nine said, "Would y'all be willing to do content like this about Daikaiju Godzilla?" Oh, those Kamara. are like the uh, yep the things from Pacific Rim. Uh, I'd be super into that. I I can look at it. Could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a lot of stuff on the list that is kind of in limbo because it's like, ah, we would definitely do this, but we're still at the point where we have to cater to the algorithm. Once we're like Wendigoon, we will do a lot more videos on broader topics. Yeah, just like whatever. But right want. now, you know, we are we're at some of our lowest view numbers in in months. Yeah. So we're not really sure why. Uh some of the videos have done really well, some of them have not. Yeah. Um, Oregon Trail video about uh, Donner Party doing great. Yatlov Pass did great. Uh, CTK did not do great. Um, Friday the Thirteenth is eh, is doing okay. Could could be better. Yep. So. Yeah, not totally sure. Trying to figure it out. We just want to know what you guys want to see yeah. and what what everyone who watches us wants yeah. to see. The so. problem is the the people who watch us like everything we put out. It's what YouTube, it's the, the people who don't already watch us who don't click on it. Yeah. So. Yeah. One day, once once as many people as watch the videos now are, like, consistent, like, once our, our core group is not those 30,000 first people that watch, but the first 100,000 people then we can start doing more fun stuff. Yeah. But we've got to kind of, we, we got to play to the algorithm. So you guys are going to get some more missing 401 soon. If I can find a case, somebody better go missing very soon. Um, I'm kidding. Obviously. That like is never something I want. At me like that. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, worst case scenario, we can do some satellite things that are vaguely 411 related, but maybe not necessarily yeah. like directly on the profile. Yeah, there's a few missing 411 cases that I was looking at uh, and a few non-missing 411, but weird cases yeah. as well. I think dragons is something to do good at some point down the line. Yeah. We gotta do, gotta do Nessie. Oh, yeah. We've been holding out on her. Oh, yeah. It's gotta happen. Maybe I'm November. sorry, Nessie. <laughs> Uh, Fluffy Nupkin for $2 says, shout out to Will Survives. Not sure who that is, but... Will Survives. Will Survives. Is that like... Like the ethereal Will Survives persists? Or is Will Survives an individual? Yeah, or I'm... does Will survive? 
I'm trying to figure out what that what that one meant. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not entirely sure. There's a few different avenues we could take. Give us some sure. clarification. Thanks. Christian Bennett, hello, sir, for $10, oh, well. <laughs> says, Jason has this medical condition, uh, congenital insensitivity to pain and anhydrosis, SEPA, is very rare and extremely dangerous condition. People with SEPA cannot feel pain. Yeah, that was, that. that is, that is an interesting one. I had not considered that. That makes sense. It would explain a lot, because he never reacts to injuries with, like, expressions of pain. It's always just anger. He, he almost looks confused that he can't move that thing. Yeah. More than... How did that not occur to me? SEPA plus brain damage from... Yeah. Drowning? Yeah. We've solved it. We have. You heard it here first. This well, Christian character. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Give him the credit he deserves, because yeah. he deserves it. Exactly. Uh, cheese and... <laughs> cheese and quackers. That's amazing. Uh, for Canadian six ninety nine. My boyfriend's mother planned to name him Jason, but then he was born on Friday the 13th. <laughs> Not kidding. True story. Amazing work with the video. Thanks so much. Well, I mean, a great story. sounds like he should have been named Jason. Yeah, that would have actually been incredible. Uh, Norberto Rodriguez Jr. for $5 back again. Do the evil, do the evil dead, please. Want to see your take on the Necronomicon. Necronomicon. There it is. Necronomicon. Sorry, I needed to hear it said. Uh, and it's mythology and film analysis. That one I actually may be able to do sooner rather than later because the idea of, like, the Necronomicon, which comes from, I believe, Lovecraft. That sounds right. Um, was was the one who did, first did the Necronomicon as, as, a, as a term for it. But, uh... Lovecraft comes up in yeah, this week's video. Yeah, it's all, it's all kind of based, um based around kind of those grimoires and spell books of the Middle Ages. Mm. So I'll be able to talk about, like, uh, Maleficus, Maleficus Maleficarum. Um, That's a hell of a name. Yeah, uh, it means the witch's hammer. Uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah, so there's a... I, well, I was kind of thinking about doing it with this one. I think I'll hold off for a little while, and I will do, uh, like, a video on witchcraft. The witch's hammer and the warlock's sickle. Why'd you gotta make him communist? It's our magic. It's our magic. <laughs> Not black magic. Red magic. <laughs> uh, Star J for five dollars. Says... We need to get a button that plays the beginning of the Soviet national anthem. No. Just, you don't. just, just because I would love to have that for any time somebody says our. It would just... be fun. It also <laughs> that's the thing it does kind of slap it does kind of slap like they, they did it does go hard they did communism does thing. not go hard but but their anthem does yeah yeah anyway moving on uh, it's kind of like how the nazis had their uniforms designed by hugo boss yeah hugo's it, great it's like hugo hugo boss great designer yes bad ideas yeah yeah it's yeah. hate hate the customer not the merchant maybe sure i don't know are we gonna are we gonna like protest hugo boss because he profited off of war crimes now? i don't know did he do uh, he probably did it before people knew i hope i can't imagine that he was like you know i'm a big fan of what you're doing in poland <laughs> has anyone asked well they can't now they can't now but like did they i don't know it might be worth looking into it i think so what was Hugo Boss's stance <laughs> on Germany in the 1930s? <laughs> okay. 
Anyway, oh, uh, Starjade for five dollars says, "I don't see a rivalry. The com I see a community of lore. Keep up the good work, guys. Love all of your work. Thank you. Thank you." Eight bit Sarda for three dollars and fifty seven cents. Love it. Says the boy. The boy is currently making noise. He is. Obsidian Blade eighty seven for two dollars says, first time catching you live. Awesome content." Thank you so much. Uh, Grant Brazil, uh, we're gonna just go with that. That's Breziale. Uh, it's, Bra no, it says Brazil. It's Brazil, like the country. Oh, Northern okay. Irish, yeah, there's, uh... Interesting. It's so... I think someone is really funny. So Grant there's, Brazil. uh, there is a... I wondered about that. Um, there is a island in Irish folklore known as, Bra uh, Brazil. Hi, Brazil. Uh, and it is west... And it only appears once every, I want to say, 20 years. Oh my gosh, like Doobadoo. But I think you can't, nobody can get to it, even even when it's visible. Interesting. Um, if I remember correctly. There are some beliefs that it may be uh, linked to Iceland. Mm. That makes sense. Um, so, Grant Brazil. Or possibly... Or possibly North America, but um, yeah, there's 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 stories about it. Um, but yeah, it's it's a a, a, a likely fictional land, but it may also be North America or Iceland. What's next? One moment. What? What's that? Our Fed, uh, is, our, our Fed is dropping. Uh, is dropping the Soviet national anthems lyrics. Yes. <laughs> Amazing, love it. Keep it up. Uh, All dragons are sluts for twenty dollars. Says tossing a javelin or two your way. Also, Ashley Williams is the only good Ash we have ever been given. I have not watched Evil Dead, but I'm sure I will agree with you when I do. Yeah, I haven't seen them either. So, Aquafan for four ninety nine says not Pacific Rim. Toho monsters like Godzilla and stuff. New Godzilla film this December first. Yeah. I'm hyped. It's a Toho film, not an American studio. That's, that's what I meant when I said like got like like a specific room was the idea of the giant monsters. Yeah. Not the. I, I didn't mean that they were necessarily the same universe. Yeah, yeah. To be clear. I did see. Is that different than whatever one Kurt Russell's doing? I think it's a series for like Apple TV or something. So, I'm I'm gonna assume it's different, but you know, let me know. Uh, Miss Mori for $5 says, quote of the week, the urge to disappear into the woods and become the local folklore. <laughs> yeah. Love that. That is great. Steve Lyons for three fifty seven, Love it. Uh, odd that Jason is from the Greek word for hero. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yo uh, Jonas? I'm just going to say I doubt they were thinking about Jason? that when they named Jason Voorhees for the Probably film. Probably not, no. But then again. If they were, then I have not given them enough credit. Were you thinking about that when you called him Jason the Hero, or Hero Jason Voorhees? <laughs> I forgot I said that in the video. Follows Hero Jason Voorhees. So we're going to say that that was intentional. <laughs> I forgot that I said that. That was a good one. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. I remember filming that. I had you, some zingers in this one. You did, absolutely. Well, I remember I was filming that, and you looked at me, you are like, should I? And I was like, you have to. <laughs> It was great. Uh, Grant Brazil. Got it right. For 199 says, looks like I've got a land to reclaim then. Careful. <laughs> that is, you that, that is how careful. most European things yeah. happen. <laughs> Somebody going, I've got land to reclaim. That's, that's well, actually, no, yeah, that is very Irish considering there's yeah. a portion of the Northeastern Territory that must be reclaimed. <laughs> exactly. 
Um, Maybe get the whole island under control before you go island hopping. Yeah, it's fair. Let's build some more houses for people. Sorry, I was not intending to like actually do the sing-songy vibe as though it was from Donegal, but like we'll let yeah. that slide. Uh, no. Also, also, land reclamation right now is a whole thing. Let's not get into yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't do politics here. Not a politics lodge. No. Uh, Noble Weeaboo for $5 says, Japan has no native legends about dragons. The concept was imported from China. No, Yamada no Orochi isn't a dragon. All right. Interesting that they have no native legends about dragons. Yeah, it's good to know. Mr. What Auto does that imply about the dragons? They are that either that, transcontinental. That would that I think that would imply then that the mytho that either implies that the mythology of dragons developed. It kind of would have to imply that the mythology of dragons either started. Yeah. Wow, this is blowing my mind. It, okay, what I'm trying to say is that would imply that the first people into Japan did not have dragon stories, which implies either that dragon stories started in the West and were imported east to China later on, mm -hmm. or, it just or that dragon ago. stories developed after the first people went to Japan. Yeah. Both of which are very interesting. We're going to be doing dragons soon. Aren't we we? got to be doing dragons soon. Love it. Uh, Mr. Autobot390 for $5 says, The Kurt Russell show for Apple TV is Monsterverse. I think it takes place after Godzilla 24 for the most, or 2014 for the gotcha. most part. I think that's the most recent Godzilla I've seen. Yeah. The other one was fine. Uh, Aquafan for four ninety nine says yes. Toho is Japanese studio. Uh, Legendary Godzilla is an American series with Kong and stuff. Both are yeah. great, but Toho's original studio from nineteen fifty four got it. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited to see a legit Japanese Godzilla. That's not the. Didn't they do the one OG. not too long ago? I don't think a Japanese studio did. I thought they did. I, I think all of its. I'm pretty sure everything that's come out in America has been with American studios that were working with Japanese studios. Got it. But that it was American studios doing it in English. For an American and European audience. And yeah, yeah. No, sorry. I, I thought there was one. There was a separate Godzilla for the Japanese audience. Maybe. I thought there might have been. I don't know. But I think, I know for sure that this is the first Japanese that's been, the first one made in Japan by a Japanese studio that's being marketed to Americans in a while. Interesting. I just like, I, I dug where they were going with the American Godzilla one. Uh, I just hated the roar. It sounded way too, yeah. like, artificial. For me, specifically. Yeah, that's another good point, is somebody pointed out that uh, that it could be that Western and Eastern dragons are different, and therefore the Western dragon tradition may have developed independently from the Eastern dragon tradition, which is also interesting. Yeah. We're probably going to find some dinosaur that... Whether or not it's dinosaurs is also not... Uh, that's not even, like, necessarily a consensus opinion. Really? Yeah. It's... we. Why? We aren't totally sure when people started finding fossils because you got to remember how deep down they were. Fair. A lot of fossils started to be found because of dynamite. This makes sense, but I also wouldn't be surprised like post landslide yeah. or post glacial. Well, so the thing is, what what you would need to look for in history because we don't have any in collections, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. What you need to look for in history was mentions of what seemed to be dinosaur bones. As far as I'm aware, there's none. 
I wouldn't be shocked if any... in medieval history, at least. That's I, my my. Yeah, view. I wouldn't be shocked if it predated written history, and thus was oral tradition it that could, then got morphed into mythology. That would be my guess. It might be, but I feel like there aren't many Roman stories about dragons either. Well, they had like hydras and things like that. True. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look into it. It's it's hard for me. I don't want to say anything with too much certainty because I'm a medievalist. I, I'm entirely speculative. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to look into it. It also depends on how you define a dragon. Which yeah. we'll probably define it in the European sense, just because that's what we're the most familiar with. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean mammoth bones equals cyclops? Oh, uh, the... I'm not um, familiar with it. So, something about... God, what was it? Something about the way that mammoth skulls look... Uh, is one thing that people believe may have led to the creation of Cyclops myth. Oh, because the hole for the trunk they yeah. thought was for an eye. Got it. Because if I remember correctly, it wasn't always that Cyclops necessarily had one eye, but that they had one in the middle of their head that was the big thing. But I Got might it. I might be mistaking that with something else. Um, but yeah, so let's uh, we're getting towards the end of the show here, so let's wrap yeah, up. Yeah, we've got uh red rose 509 for five dollars says have you heard the theory about dragons having hollow bones like birds oh we just did that yeah. um uh, all dragons are celestial two dollars says we already know what dragons are wink uh <laughs> wait no i don't think we did to the yeah that's what i thought bones. it just we I didn't no was... yeah uh yes i do remember that i i watched a like discovery channel or history channel uh special on mm. like you know how dragons would have had to work if they were real which was really interesting. I wish I could find it again. I mean, we have pterodactyls. Like Fifteen years ago, though, there were pterodactyls in like flighted. Yeah. So the dinosaurs. Thing, oh, so. dragons as a concept, aside from the fire breathing, possible, yeah. entirely possible. Yeah. When? And yeah. What? And most importantly, how? Like, well, we had pterodactyls. Yes. The. They were going time difference between pterodactyl and St. George is pretty wide. Yeah, that's fair. That'd be cool. I mean, well, yeah, but at the same time, you know, crocodiles and yeah. alligators are literal dinosaurs. True, true. You know, so, yeah, if you want to. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all dragons are sluts for $2 says we already know what dragons are. Yes, we do. Based off of your name. Love that. <laughs> Uh, Aquafan for 199 says Shin Godzilla from 2016, Toho film, amazing film. Okay, so I'm glad I was not losing my mind when I was thinking about that. Um, it's also making me want to rewatch that because I don't know if I've ever seen the full thing. Uh, Norberto Rodriguez Jr. for $2 says Parts 4 to 6 hold up the Tommy Jarvis story important. Or hold the Tommy Jarvis story important. Are we back to Friday the 13th on yeah. what I assume? Okay. Sorry, I I saw Tommy Jarvis and I thought of Bar Harley Jarvis from I Think You Should Leave. So, you know. Uh, I just got a craving for an apple. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, I know. Right, yeah, this will be, I'll start with St. George. That's probably the place to start with. Somebody's referring to me as Ponytail. Ponytail? You, you are looking a little colonial. No, I'd be colonial if I do it down... Hang on. Down there? Yeah. Very colonial. Okay, yeah. It All only right. takes 3% of the population. Oh my god. <laughs> Look at what happened in Boston. We can't let it fly. We should do Boston again. They did Boston. 
What do you mean they? The British. No, we did that. What? No, not the tea party. Oh. The massacre. Oh, well. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Maybe not that. No. Ghastly. <laughs> Good heavens. Good heavens, no. Have some decencies. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Pumpkin Bear Seven for two dollars says Axeman of Nola is actually a pretty good video to do. Axeman of Nola. The there are so many things that people say exist that we should do that we just yeah. keep forgetting to do. It. <laughs> so bad. Also, why does New Orleans have its own Axeman? I don't know. That's a great question. Ooh, I managed to fix the kink. Uh, Red Rose Five Hundred Nine for two dollars says there's a bug that creates jet fuel. Could happen. I got rid I of the kink. really am so glad that I didn't say the joke that just came into my head. Wait, uh, what? There's a bug that creates jet fuel. Could happen. Could have been me. It could have been you. Yep. Anyway. It can soften them enough yes. for them to collapse. Yes. yes. Not right now. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Brody Colt for $10 says, if you cover V for Vendetta, check out the graphic novel. I think I would have to. Yeah. Just to get the full story. Um, that is part of the problem is, like, the canon for all of these horror movies is kind of set out in novels a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So. Bugs can't melt steel beans. Bugs can't melt steel beans. Incredible. They can't. Also, Vampire from Pluto, uh, great, great little non-super chat thing. Can we get a review of The Killers of the Flower Moon? I know you all cover a lot of Native American history, so I think it would be a good fit. Yeah, I'll have to look into it. I agree. Uh, there's also, I don't know if you know this, that it's based on a book. Yeah. I have the book. Okay. I haven't read it yet, but <laughs> I want to. Okay. And it looks, have you seen the trailer? No. It's Scorsese's, late, Scorsese's latest film, DiCaprio, uh, a couple other big names are in it too. It looks really good. It's essentially how the feds, like, screwed the natives. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I'd be interested to watch. Yeah. Oh, De Niro's in it, too. That's right. It's a lot of names. Yes. <laughs> a lot of good names. All right. Well, I think that makes... That that means we're about through, which is nice, because it's 9.30 p.m. Yep. All bedtime. right. <laughs> yes, bedtime. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for hanging out. Um, you know, it's, we're, we're sorry that this was a later one. It is football season. Yeah. It, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Anyway, uh, I have a homemade butternut squash soup calling my name. Ooh. Would you like some homemade butternut squash soup? I'm pretty full, but thank you. Okay. Um, I'll give you a little, little taste. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for hanging out. I hope you guys liked the video. Uh, I'm excited to see how you guys respond to the Blair Witch one that we're coming out with this uh, this coming week. And, uh, yeah. I'm excited because I'm going to be in month. it. Yeah. Happy Spooky Month. Yeah, Happy Spooky Month indeed. Go, go to a haunted house for us. Yes. Uh, tell everybody to watch the Lorelaud because it's Spooky Month. You know, you know how it is. Thank you so much for hanging out, and we will see you guys on the next one. Bye, guys.